welcome to WNHH Radio's Dateline New Haven. I'm your host, Paul Bass, inviting you to look behind the story, behind the headlines on the stories that make New Haven tick. A former bar turned preschool haven on Tour Avenue. Help us make New Haven tick. We're talking about the Westville Community Nursery School, which has a special place in the heart of several generations of people in New Haven. It's settled into a new expanded home, like other places that do good all year long. It's asking people to offer some extra support this holiday season. Lori Sweet does her part by chairing the school's board of directors. She's here in the WNHH studio today to give us the skinny and a special thanks to Yandler Haven Hospital for providing financial support for today's program. Welcome to the studio, Lori Sweet. So nice to see you. Thank you so much for having us. So how are things going at the Westville Community Nursery School? We're doing great. We're doing great. This year, we decided to be part of the Giving Tuesday movement. And the day after our mayor was reelected, Tony Harp, I sent her an email and she said, this sounds great. Let's let's get involved. So we started sending out press releases Mm -hmm. and we started emailing our alums. You probably heard from me a couple of times in the last couple of days asking for money to keep our school going. We're going to be hitting 50 years. Wow. Very soon, which is kind of amazing. I thought it was 45 years. We're going to hit 50 in 20, I think 21. Wow. Yeah, 1971 to 2021. So we're pretty proud of that, that we're still around and we're doing really well. So we'd like to continue to do really well and we need help from our community. So that's why I'm here. How much help comes from the community as opposed to people who pay to go there? So as with most places, people pay tuition. This is the same at other private schools. It doesn't cover our operating expenses. It doesn't cover everything. We also have a number of school readiness spots. We have about 12 of those. What's a school readiness spot? So that's a spot that you apply for. Uh, You give um, our director your income and she can tell you what you can pay towards it. It's supplemented by the state. However, we haven't changed that reimbursement rate. I think it's maybe mm, 20 or 30 years. So those spots are really important to us because it diversifies our kiddos, but we're kind of losing money on those seats and we need to raise money, you know, doing fundraisers, uh-huh. our giving Tuesday program donations from grandparents are, are very generous around this time of year to make sure that we can keep running the program as well as we can. Cause and it's a great just, program. You're not just any preschool. I mean, I We're really about special. And, and, and 71 was an idealistic time mm-hmm. for people in communities who are rethinking how we raise children. Yes. families and as a community. Yes. So what was the model that made this place different? Isn't this where t- parents help out and all that yeah. kind of stuff? Yeah. Our parents are very active. Um, we're not, um, we don't really require it, but they just sort of get involved. They're on different committees. Um, we just had a big house party and we had a whole fundraising committee that helped with that. Um, it's, it's a different model. It's learn to play and play to learn. What does that mean? It means that children are going to learn things through play and they're going to play and learn and so in other words, they don't get in and get strapped down in front of a computer and not have so to much. get drilled for test scores when that, they were one years old? That's not going to happen okay. at WCNS. <laughs> There's mattresses inside the building for them to jump on. You know, little three and four-year-olds, they have a lot of energy. I have they one of do. them, so I can speak very personally from experience. It's a very different model. It's very different from what, say, you're going to get in a public kindergarten, first grade, and on. It's all play-based. We also have an emergent curriculum which means that we're trying to hit milestones that other preschools are hitting, but the topics by which we 
you know, teach the kiddos what we're trying to teach them. It's based on their ideas. So one year that meant that we were going to have a robot parade and everybody made robots and costumes and they paraded around and you could imagine what a big hit that was. And that wasn't the case after that. Every year is different. The classroom is mixed age. We have three, four, and almost five-year-olds. All right, so it's no one or two. It's not day. What's between this and daycare? Well, daycare, so that's one and two-year-olds, and that's going to be changing diapers and not necessarily an educational component. When you're looking at a preschool, they should be potty trained or working on potty training, so the teachers are helping if there's an accident, but most of them are... Three years is kind of late. Yeah, yeah they're, they're totally... Some of them are a young three. Uh-huh. Some of them are turning three in the fall. Uh, so... The teachers help with that, but the focus of the program is more on education than just caregiving, just somebody to watch them and occupy those hours during and the it, day. It sounds like you're talking about balancing. You're mm-hmm. teaching, but not in any kind of pressure yes. or how structured a way. Uh, it's structured. They come in, they sit down for morning meeting, then they have free choice play, then they reconvene, they clean up, they go outside, they come in, they have lunch, and then they have the option of staying for a rest time, and then their day ends at three. So there's a mix, I would say, of structure what time and free play. You can start at eight. Most people come in at around nine, and meetings so about nine fifteen. Parents, three to five is kind of a tricky time. It's it's a tricky time. What we have done. But it's also a long day to have to. That's go eight a long to five day again. for a little one. So what I have noticed that people do is we, you know, we exchange childcare. If you have a stay-at-home friend, maybe they pick up at three or you pick up at three, or you pick up at one and rotate. Yeah, so, I remember that the first yeah. 10 years my kids were alive. I remember the first year I had a, a babysit share because mm-hmm. I was working part-time and other dad was, and we, we uh, it was very nice. Went to, it works house really well. Two mornings of the week. Yeah. yeah, and it's good for them. It's a good social piece of it. It's good for the parents. But yeah, it's not, it's not um, a long work day. Mm-hmm. We start at eight, and then you kind of have to figure out three to five. So it's been around 46 years. Correct. The first 44 were in, uh, on Harrison Street. Correct. We Is were in a, a Korean church on Harrison Street across the street from Mitchell Library. And the that's church... Long, that's kind of was always known as that's the place where the community... It's actually something people felt about why to move to Westville in the first place is the nursery school there. Well, one of the um, reasons that we moved is that we weren't able to use that room on Saturdays and Sundays, as you can imagine. They're... Um, Thursday, yeah. Sunday school program wanted to get in there. And so this has allowed us to have our own space 24 hours a day. So we can have an event on a Saturday or a Sunday, or we can have an event in the evening. And, you know, it just gives us independence. Did you lose your lease too? Um, they, the church wanted you to go, right? They the church was giving us a gentle nudge, <laughs> shall we say, to, you know, we, we were sort of month to month and we, we had a realtor and she helped us find the owl's nest. And, uh, and I it get just back looked perfect. Kate Sebek, I hope I'm saying that right. Right. Yeah. Yay, WCNS, a great <laughs> community. We exchanged childcare within our new community so my daughter could attend. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. I know it's you got to hustle a little more in your kids a little, but it's in the end you you develop such rich ties with your community and other parents. Absolutely. It's very nice. It's and, worth it. And uh, Jen Jung Klaus. Young Klaus and Jessica Powell also give a thumbs up. All right. And we're thumbs up to Westville Community Nursery School. We're yeah. here with the board chair, Lori Sweet, on WNHH Radio's Dateline New Haven, 103.5 FM, live streamed at New Haven Independent.
org. So tell me something more about the history. What made this different from the play? There were some story teachers. I remember Kathy DiStefano for a long time was yeah. a very popular teacher. Anything notable from those first bunch of decades that made this a different kind of place? I think the whole way that they do things is different. Um, right. Like what was the idea in 71? What was going on I in, in preschool was... thinking? Not, it wasn't as popular then. Preschool now is sort of a given. Yes. That wasn't true back in 1971. Yeah. And what I think is interesting, though, is that they've maintained that philosophy and their mission statement over the years. I'm not as familiar with the history of the school. Because now regular school systems have preschools. There's the Reggie Mayo preschool they do. and all that kind of stuff. And lots of places are trying to get um, families in at the preschool level to kind of continue on. And we're unique in that we're just a preschool. I think uh-huh. it allows us to focus, though, on preschool education. I don't know too much about the history of the school. I can talk to the last, <laughs> say, decade. Oh, the last decade. So yeah. you've had kids that long. Well, I have an eight-year-old. And, you know, being on the board, I know that a lot of our teachers have passed the 10-year mark. And our director has passed the 10-year mark. So that's kind of a special thing. Unlike maybe daycares, that the turnover rate for kids and staff is very high. Yeah, that's why, not why do they the last case. longer here? The teachers are fantastic. Um, and I think the families are fantastic and there's, um, just a way that they work together that I think. So a place gets a vibe over time. It has a vibe. It has, it's such a magical place. When my daughter was three, two and a half, and we were looking at preschools, we went all over New Haven. And when we visited WCNS, she wouldn't leave. She came you already, in. You already had a son there or no? No, my daughter's the oldest. Um, so and she wouldn't leave. Why was that? She loved it. She went outside. She participated in stories. And then when it became lunchtime, it was noon. I didn't have a lunch for her because it was a 10 o'clock open house. Oh. Oh, we wow. had to go and she couldn't stop talking about it. This was October and she couldn't wait to go. And I wow. absolutely understand. It's a magical place. The teachers are fantastic. They discipline in such a gentle, loving, and caring way. I, I couldn't ask for more patient, wonderful human beings to care for my children. So I just you had couldn't. one daughter who went and then a son. My son is there now. He's four. So he's doing his second year of preschool and next year he'll what, go off to tell kindergarten. Tell me a day that's very memorable to you with either kid at that school, something that happened. Well, certainly <laughs> the epic uh, open house is very memorable. Um, I can think of uh, an incident with my son this year. It's his second year. And I got a note from his teacher that he wasn't very interested in helping pick up the toys out of the sandbox. (laughs) And she was hoping we could speak with him, which of course we did. And what's nice about the mixed age classroom is that we were able to emphasize to him that he's actually a role model for those young three. Some of them have just turned (laughs) three-year-olds. Role model at four years old. Oh, yeah. And he took this to heart. And there may have been some bribery involved to make sure that those chores were were getting done at school. But every day for about two weeks, he came home and they rotate the tasks that they're asked to do. And he said, I cleaned up the toys. I cleaned up the bikes. I cleaned up this. I cleaned up that. So it's a good story about him. He now feels like he's in a leadership position, which is fantastic for four. And I love the way that the teacher dealt with that situation so gently. And yeah, it was it was a learning mo- moment for both of us. Now we talked about the big move, which was two years ago. Yeah, and people were worried it was going to leave Westville, but it didn't leave Westville. Tour Avenue, I love what these little streets are called. Avenue, it's one block mini mm-hmm. street that's off of Whaley Avenue it in sure Westville is. Village. For a long time, it had a, a a bar there called the Owl's Nest. It did. It had a popular following, sort of a working class um, 
mixed race kind of clientele, but the mm -hmm. neighbors didn't like it because there are people drinking in there till two in the morning and yeah. sometimes driving, you yep. know, fast and stuff and loud. And uh, so how did it come that you were going to move into a bar? The kids were going to take over the bar. Yeah, the kids took over the bar. Uh, the neighbors were extremely happy about the change. We're there from eight to three. So there's no nightlife there anymore. And in fact, there was a Buddhist temple, just a door down, and they were very supportive um, emotionally and financially. Anymore? They're not there anymore. Um, but we, we, we definitely wanted to stay in Westville. That was extremely important. And why was that? We have a lot of families that live in Westville, and they like to walk to school. And yeah. that was the case for us as well until we moved to Hamden. Um, and a lot of families still walk. <clears throat> so it was really important that we maintained that location. It's a location. little harder walking in West Village. Crossing those lights is difficult down there. Yes. I have some C-click fixes that I'm working on to get um, some help in That's that area. It's a difficult, difficult juncture. I walk there every day going to synagogue. And it is. I feel like sometimes I'm taking my life in my hands. It is. It's, I would, since we're a private school, the city won't put up a sign that says, you know, caution kids. Um, but really? Yeah. I tried. So <laughs> kids means public school kids. Correct. Wow. Yeah, our little private school couldn't get any signage. So it is. Even yeah. if you paid for it. Oh, I, I, sh I should. Hey, give us some money. We'll make a sign <laughs> to put yeah. in front of the school. Um, but yeah, the, the neighborhood is a, is a great little spot. I can tell you about a, a project that we did this summer that was helpful um, in getting to know our neighbors. We've only been there going on three years, so we didn't know everybody. Um, we were um, awarded a spot for our um, gardening committee to work through Yale's Green Space Program. And we beautified Olive Tour Avenue oh. and planted seven trees oh, nice. and perennials underneath. And we knocked on doors and we invited neighbors to come and plant or watch us plant or come and play on the playground, whatever they wanted to do. And we're going to um, keep maintaining that. Um, that little valley extension as you turn needs some, some TLC. So we're going to try to hack at that. Um, next summer, but it was a really nice community building so project. Neighbor nicer. How do you turn? A, how do you turn a bar into a preschool? First of all, it must smell pretty bad. Well, <clears throat> yes. Um, the the cubby room, I believe, and uh, our director's office. I think we're part of the kitchen. Um, you you have a, a great team that comes in, and, and it is, must have cost a lot of money. It was. You it have was, to meet state guidelines, and you're turning correct. a bar into a school. We had a wonderful alum who is a contractor and who did the work for oh, us. Oh, Chris, what's his name? O'Connor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he put wow. he put his heart and soul into making That's something. Yeah, and quickly too, I might add, because we were out in the spring and we put everything in storage. Teachers put things in their vans. I put stuff in my garage and then we were able to open by September, so there was wow. no um, gap in the in the the school year program. Has anyone ever come by looking for a drink at, at lunchtime? It hasn't happened. Really, I do believe mm -hmm. some parents uh, did patronize the Owl's Nest before it was oh, closed and um, reopened as a preschool. But no, it's it's a pretty calm, nice street right now. We'd love to do some work with the traffic around uh -huh. Whaley. But Tell me about that. Oh, yeah, you were talking about crossing the street. Yeah, yeah, just crossing the street. But tour is a nice a nice little. Um, it's, it's kind of perfect for the kids. We have, our building is at three. Um, down the street at 29 is our playground. And the kids just walk down the street. They don't have to cross the street or anything. And it's it's enclosed and it's a nice little spot. And it's theirs. It's there. But it's also open for anybody in the community. So Lori Sweet, how'd you do on Giving Tuesday? 
Not sure. We uh, we were taking money via PayPal, but I've got to check in with my director. Are you still raising out. money through the holiday season? We are. Any day is Giving Tuesday for WCNS. Okay. We'll so take you, any give, money how anytime. Give, how do you give money? So you visit our website. We're WCNS. We are www.wcnsplaytolearn.org. Play so if you yeah. Google Westville Community Nursing School, it sounds You'll like the easiest us. way. Get yeah, there. and then you click on our support tab and you can make a donation through PayPal. You That's can nice. also send us a check. We love those too if you want to go old school and put something in an envelope and, and mail it. how did you decide to get on the board? I always respect people who are willing to sit in board meetings and volunteer the time and work on projects. I'm a horrible board member. I last day, like it's going to stand meetings. <laughs> what made you decide to do that? Oh, this is right up my alley. Um, I started out three, four years ago. I was asked to be family activities, which was great. We, we have a family activity every month. So that was just organizing. Outside parents. of school. Um, or in the school. Within the school. Yeah, and then I was asked. Oh, to, does that mean when parents come during the school day? Right, right. Very or nice. or something in the evening, or something on the weekend. We're coming up next. We're doing a soup and sandwiches at the school before tree lighting. So I oh, I, nice. I started yeah. with family activities. We had a vacancy for vice president. I said, "Huh, oh, sure, I'll take that." Nobody's ever going to move out of the president position, and our president's husband got a job last February, moving back home uh, to upstate New York, and so. I found myself in the president's position. And How's I'm, that going? It's a lot of time? It's a lot of time. It's totally worth it. I love every second Some boards, of it. Some boards, everyone kind of feels like we're pitching in this together. Other times, they kind of fight with each other. What's nope. that board like? Um, we are all dedicated to the mission of raising money and making WCNS the best, most amazing place possible. I can't ask for a better board of mostly new people this year. You know, if, if it's a two-year program, there's going to be turnover every year. Not for any negative reasons, just that's just how it works. So I have a lot of new board members, but they're wonderful. Keith Wallman, having set this up for us and my fundraising and my uh, family activities and my secretary, my treasurer, my director. We have two community representatives who are fantastic. Um, it feels very good to work with them. I feel like we're all doing the same. So what's next the for mission. community Westville Community Nursery School and for preschools in general? Well, we're going to stay in New Haven. We're going to stay in Westville. We're not going anywhere. Uh, we'd like to keep at our mission. We'd like to improve things. That's always nice. We're looking to raise some money for a loft and some outdoor sunshade. Oh, great. Yeah. So I love the fact that you planted along Tor Avenue yeah. with the neighbors. It's great that you're part of the community. In We're Westville. trying. We, we don't want to go anywhere. Well, thanks for continuing with almost a half century. Of help making Westville a great community to raise our a pleasure. family. Yeah, our pleasure. Great name. Come visit us. <laughs> All right. So that's Westville Community Nursing School. If you look them up on the web, they're looking for some help. And just thank you, Lori Sweet, President of the Board of Directors, for coming on WNHH Radio's Dateline New Haven. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you to Yale New Haven Hospital for providing support for today's program. We're going to take it out with the Afro Semitic Experience performing I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free from the group CD A Plea for Peace. Now we know what it's like to be free. We just got to remember to book our flight. Book your flight with us all day, all night long here at WNHH, New Haven's home for community radio.